Hey there, music podcast for kids listeners. First, we just want to say thanks for listening and also wanted to give you an update of a super fun way to support the show. The Music Podcast for Kids now has a Patreon page where you can become a member of our secret music club. Get early access to ad-free shows that include our super-duper listening challenge games and even a personalized shout-out on the show from me, Mr. Henry, and my good friend, Mr. Fight. Your support helps the mission of spreading music education all across the world, and we greatly appreciate it. Visit patreon.com slash kids, or even visit the show notes for the link. Thanks so much, and let's get to the show. Music begin in three, two, one... That's what we're gonna do Mr. Henry Mr. Fight Exploring along with you Learning music, having fun That's what we're gonna do Mr. Henry Mr. Fight Love hanging out with you The The Music Podcast for Kids Hello and welcome to The Music Podcast for Kids We're your hosts, Mr. Henry And Mr. Fight Music Educators Extraordinaire! The Music Podcast for Kids is a fun and educational podcast where we learn and explore the best subject ever. Music! Just chat. 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 Hey, Bill Childs, welcome to the Music Podcast for Kids. We always like to start out asking our guests about their background with music. So when did you become interested in music? So pretty much as long as I can remember. Um, I played violin growing up. My uh, On my mom's side, it goes back generations. My great, I think my great-grandfather was co-founder of the School of Music at Indiana University. I played a violin that he chose for my mom. Uh, or for my grandmother. Anyway, so uh, playing music goes back a long time. And I've been weirdly uh, interested in radio for a long time, too. I remember when I was uh, a kid. So my mom was, uh, um, she's a chemical engineer, but also uh, was an organizer for the Equal Rights Amendment in Oklahoma. And I remember they would have meetings of the Women's Network. This may be more than you want, but I'm going to go ahead and tell you anyway. <laughs> um, they would have meetings of the Women's Network, which is this local feminist group she co-founded, uh, at the Bonanza in Bartlesville, Oklahoma, an old, like, kind of crappy steakhouse. And um, the local radio station, AM station, had a, a place where you could sign up for a drawing to win the actual LP records that they would uh, send out to stations of American Top 40, the Casey Kasem Top 40. They would send actual vinyl records out with little oh, wow. pauses where you do the local breaks and so on and so forth. And the station would give it away. And I was bored at this meeting. So I filled out dozens of entries uh, and and won it and so and to get to hear what was being sent to radio stations was pretty cool because they like little beeps where it was where you had to do the local you know the legal id and all the rest it was it was super fun um and uh so so the music both music and radio goes back a long long ways cool that's awesome so you're the producer of a radio show uh, and podcast called spare the rock spoil the child can you can you tell us how you got started in radio and how that uh, how that journey went for you? 
Yeah, so I did uh, radio in college at McAllister College Radio, WMCN at McAllister College here in St. Paul, um, actually just a few blocks from where we live now, sort of by a, a weird coincidence, um, and loved it and really had a great time. Thought about trying to do radio as a career, realized that way madness lies, and so I'm a lawyer is what I actually <laughs> do for a living. Um, but so, but kept being interested in radio, kept enjoying uh, good, interesting, eclectic radio and thinking about what I thought good, eclectic, interesting radio meant. Um, and then we had kids and they're, they're now college age, but, uh, around the same time, just after we had both of our kids, we moved up to Western Massachusetts where I became a law professor and I was, uh, I was teaching law school for eight years. And, uh, we lived in a little town called Northampton, which is where Smith college is, um, little, little college town. And, um, I saw a brochure for a low power FM community station starting up that was looking for programmers and people to volunteer and so on and so forth. And so I thought, well, that sounds fun. And I'd started to listen to some music with my kids, like some, some music made for kids and started exploring that. That was right around the same time that Dan Zanes was on the cover of the New York Times magazine. And that sort of made me say, oh, I remember him. I was never a huge Del Fuego's fan, but he sounded like he was doing interesting kids music stuff. And that got me to Justin Roberts anyway. So that sort of cascaded. And so I put in a pitch for a, a show that I would do with my kids um, and, and for kids. And the idea was to, to do it not as just, um, just kids music and not uh, sort of all kids music. It was, it was the idea was always to be uh, fairly aggressively curated, I guess. I don't love that term, but I think that's kind of the idea. And to also play a fair amount of stuff that wasn't made for kids, but that was kid appropriate to sort of see some, some uh, themes between those. So I started there um, after we were on that little station for a couple of years, uh, the local commercial AAA station, uh, it's called 93.9 The River, um, asked if we wanted to do the show there instead for a little bit of money and a much bigger signal. I said, sure. And then uh, when I left teaching and went back into practice down in Austin, we switched to syndicating the show. Um, so recording at home, um, I got some good equipment and, uh, and we're still on the stations in Massachusetts. Our home station is now KUTX down in Austin. Uh, and, uh, and we're on probably, I don't know, a dozen or so stations around the country. Yeah, that's amazing. Wow, that's so what, what does being a producer of a radio show entail? And um, how did you end up? Well, you kind of told us how you started doing the the spare rock spoil the child, um, but like what? Yeah, what kind of things are involved with actually producing like one of the shows? And uh, we are also curious about who is Ella and sometimes Liam. So we wanted to know so, about that too. <laughs> yeah, so those are my kids, okay. <laughs> um, and uh, so they they like I said, they're in college now. Um, when they're home, they're still on the show. They they've been co-hosts since the start. Um, and even though they're now 22 and almost 19, I guess, um, they are 21, whatever it is anyway. Um, uh, they, they still are on every time I've got, you know, three microphones here and, uh, anytime they're home, they're, they're on. Um, but, uh, so it, it, you know, I put together the, the playlist every week, figure out what I'm going to play. The show is in three segments, each of them, usually 15 to 18 minutes, totaling about 54 minutes. Um, I've got sort of a, a rhythm to the show each week. The first set tends to be a little bit quieter. The second set is what I call the Are You Prepared to Rock set because we play one quieter song and go to the Prepared to Rock set. Um, and then the third set tends to be uh, kind of a mix of, of, of stuff. I tend to put a little more uh, funk and soul and hip hop in that, in that third segment, although it, it varies quite a bit. Um, so I, I sort of sequence it, think about what's going to go together well, think about if there's anything I want to talk about in particular. 
um, record the voiceover parts. I don't do the show live. I used to, very long ago, we would do the show live. And oh, then okay. the second time, um, the, that when we moved over to, to the river in Northampton, we record it live to tape or live to digital. Um, but now I put it together, record the voiceover bits, and then edit it together. Um, and then I do some, some tweaks for individual stations. There's some stations that want it to be exactly 59 minutes, some want it to be exactly 58, some want it to be exactly mm -hmm. 57. So I drop in oh. some extra stuff. That's yeah. not super interesting, probably. That's what I do. And then I uh, upload it and um, send out the playlist to people. And then we also do, like this month during February, the entire month we're having a residency where Saul Paul, uh, who's a great hip hop artist out of Boston, is guest DJing the entire week or the entire month uh, in, in connection with Black History Month. Um, so he's sending me the segments put together and then I just do sort of the final tweaks. And we, we do that from time to time. Every so often we'll do interviews. Um, when we're not in the midst of a pandemic, we will fairly often have guests in the studio. Um, last summer, we actually had a couple of bands come and play out on our deck. Uh, and so we could distance and, and do all the, all that. Um, and it came out really, really well. I did video too. Um, and so we do, we do some of that stuff as well. Yeah, neat. Wow, that's great. So you also own uh, Spare the Rock Records, correct? So yes. what, what is Spare the Rock Records? How did it get started? And, and uh, what, what's the story on, on your record label? Yeah, so back right after the earthquake in Haiti, my friend Dean Jones, who's an amazing uh, kids music producer, he's an amazing producer in general, he produces some records that aren't for kids as well. Um, he's close with uh, the founders and, and people who run the Haitian People Support Project, which is a, a very grassroots, very efficient um, group doing work in, in Haiti. And he initially uh, called me or emailed me and just was looking for, for connections to people to help put together a, a compilation record as a benefit. Um, I, by that time, I'd gotten to know They Might Be Giants and some other bands that he didn't know um, so he just was looking for introductions. And I said, you know, I've been thinking it'd be kind of fun to to put out a record. Do you want to do that? And I'll and I'll, I'll put it on a label. Um, and so I partnered with my friend Stephanie Mayers, who is a, a, a great kids music publicist. Um, and she's done the publicity for all of it. So so we've done four uh, compilation records, three of them with digital or pardon me, with physical releases. And one was digital only. Um, and it's raised, uh, I, I saw in your notes, you had 115, it's actually over well over $200,000 now. Um, oh, wow. I need to update wow. wherever it was you got that from. Um, and so the first one was called many hands family music for Haiti. And that one is raised I, 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 the bulk of that 200,000, probably, probably three quarters of it has gone to that organization. Mm -hmm. Um, we had one called science fair that was themed around and benefiting girls science education. Um, and that's benefiting girls Inc and their efforts. And then we had a Woody Guthrie tribute. And most recently, um, Let All the Children Boogie is a benefit for the It Gets Better organization for LGBTQ youth. And that was all David Bowie covers that we put out after uh, after his death. Yeah, that's awesome. And it was I kind of stumbled into it to answer your question. I mean, the, the Dean Jones thing. Uh, but uh, much of my life has been sort of stumbling into and thinking, oh, that sounds interesting. Let's see if I can do it <laughs> and uh, and figuring out how to do it. That's great. Um so the radio show is based um, out of Austin, Texas, like you mentioned. Um, but when did you start um, entering in the world of podcasting? So I mostly think of it as a radio show. I mean, people can listen to it online, but that's always been the the, the main thing for me mm -hmm. is is the radio show. I like radio as a sort of a, a uh, oh, an appointment thing. So I, I mean, I, I make it available so people can listen to it um, because I know that there are uh, a lot of places that don't have kids radio shows available. Right. 
Um, yeah. Anytime, uh, anytime I reach out to a station uh, to to see if they want to carry it, I say I also say if you have somebody who you think would like to do a show like this, I would be delighted to help them do that because I love local radio. Not that's nothing against podcasts. I mean, oh, I love no. podcasts. I listen to a ton of podcasts, sure. um, but I think there's something special about local radio. So yeah. I, I, I mean, yes, there is the the online aspect of it, but that's not mostly what I think of it as being. Yeah, cool. That's awesome. And we, uh, the reason I got in touch with you, we, the New York Times just did a, a, a spotlight on five music podcasts for kids. Uh, that was pretty yeah. exciting. It was, that was cool, right? Yeah, an honor <laughs> to be, to be on the list with you. Our, was Likewise. Wrong. Yeah. So, uh, so that's pretty exciting. So congratulations, uh, on that. And, uh, we're just, it's, you're just a really, it's a really cool show. Just so, so eclectic and, uh, just pretty, it's just awesome stuff you're doing. So Bill Childs, thanks so much for being on the show and we wish you all the best in the future as you keep bringing an eclectic mix of music to listeners of, of all ages. Thanks so much. And, and uh, best of luck to y'all as you go on with this as well. Thank you so Great, much. Thank you. Time to wrap it up folks. Thank you so much for tuning into the music podcast for kids. We hope you enjoyed the show and most importantly, learn something cool today about music. Remember to send in your jokes or even a topic in music you would like us to discuss by visiting our website, themusicpodcastforkids.com. If you are interested in awesome educational and fun songs for your kids to listen and sing along with, please visit brucefight.com. Music is available to download with iTunes, CD Baby, and Facebook, and most streaming platforms like Spotify and Amazon Radio. Links will be found in the show notes. If you are interested in learning how to play the piano with a fun and engaging curriculum geared toward kids, please subscribe to Mr. Henry's YouTube channel called Mr. Henry's Music World. Links will be found in the show notes. Please visit iTunes to leave a review of the podcast and also share the podcast with friends, relatives, aliens, whoever. Again, we thank you so much for tuning in.